from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Welcome, Masonic Light Pack Podcast. Yeah, easy for you yeah. to say. Episode 130. You're in for it now. Yeah, well, you don't know what you've been missing. So you guys are in it for a treat. We've we've missed two weeks of recording because of things. Yes, everything from me having COVID to everything else. But we're back. We're back. And we have no plan. <laughs> no, we do. Tonight's episode, we are going to be celebrating Festivus tonight, Festivus the holiday for the, for rest, the rest, of rest of us. I hate when they do that. Yeah. <laughs> but before that, we're going to walk around, well, virtually, and see what everybody's been up to. Tim, what have you been oh, up to? Maso- oh, you're okay. Jack. Jack, what have you been up to Masonically? Last night, we had installation of officers here at Ephrata Lodge, and it was great. I was, I'm very proud of the line. Um, the outgoing master, John Mertz, uh, had a great year. He, he uh, did a really nice job recovering from the whole 2020 thing. And uh, he passed it on. You know, it's the, it's the passing of the gavel, right? And it was a great ceremony. The lodge was packed. I think we were full to capacity in the lodge room. We didn't break out the folding chairs, but... Um, it was as many as we've had in there for a long since we had the Washington Bible. I think that was the last big one. But um, anyway, I'm just proud of my guys. I mean, I'm proud of my lodge. They do great work ritually, and they understand that there's there's uh, there's something here beyond beyond the reading first, in the minutes. Beyond the reading in the minutes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Special guest Jacob. Have you done anything Masonically in the past month? month or so <laughs> joined scottish right i'm a 31st yeah. degree dun, 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 dun. in the valley of reading the northern jurisdiction congratulations there you go. yes um larry is going to deputize you to work on stage crew. stage crew yeah he has i'm a chair. so busy he has so. a chair eye contact brother eye contact <laughs> <laughs> so you guys might not if well if you're from if you're local you'll know jake if you're not local he's almost been on the show two or three times and we've had to erase all of the audio. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try it again. So yeah, J- Jake, Jake was on an infamous road trip with Tim and I up to uh, oh, Williamsport, Lord. Pennsylvania. Uh, and even before we got into trouble, we were like trouble. just commenting on the things on the side of the road as we're <laughs> headed north. What's the little town that is nothing but like strip, strip, not even strip clubs, like the nudie, nudie peep oh, shows man. Um, on 81? Up, no, 1115. It's yeah. 1150. It's 11.50 up there. It's yeah. just a dead river town full of porn stores. Liverpool. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty much. I mean, it's uh, not Sealands Grove. Sealands Grove? No. Uh, that's terrible, it's too. The one before Grove. you get to that. But uh, yeah, like we're trying yeah. to have an intelligent conversation <clears throat> when we see the third, you know, 
loaded with truck drivers at 9 a.m. Like, <laughs> what's going on over there? Well, what's best is you find, like... They have free coffee. Oh. Just oh, that's it. You, you find the giant, you know, Jesus is watching billboard looking right down on, like, the 1115 adult bookstore with a trucker coming out. and It's just, like, something out of a meme. It's, it's like a David Lynch movie. Really, it really is. <laughs> Human's degradation and suffering. Larry. Yo. Have you left the house lately? Yes, I have. All right, what have yeah. you done masonically? A uh, stated meeting with you and Josh last Tuesday. Okay. Uh, goose and gridiron. I didn't do that, though. I didn't go. Um, what? Different meetings. I'm not going to bring it up. Okay, good. Different meetings. What have I been up to? Um, not much. Uh, I did go to the uh, changing uh, the, the installation of officers for Beersheba and... Ubar Grottos mm -hmm. and Grand Monarch was there to come visit. Did you get one of his pins? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, I got my fourth. Got to duck fast. Yes. <laughs> um, about five officers were there from the Grand Line, which was uh, very nice. Yes. And, you know, I guess what it does show is that for whatever reason, Jay likes Grotto. Yeah, he does. Like on a, on a national level. Yeah. He travels a lot. Yeah. And it was kind of nice that these five national officers made it made time out of their schedule to come out, because some of these regional things we go to, there might only be twenty five people, and half of them are spouses, and you know Jay's always one of them. So you know, I guess it's just kind of like a thank you to this guy Jay that comes out and you know supports Grotto on a big level. And that's our own Jay Laser. We should, oh, we, should ha we should have an annual award for it. Uh, it. We'll call it the That Guy Award. He's that guy in the yeah. lodge that just you does see that. Everywhere. We have one in Africa, Dave Newell. He's everywhere <laughs> all the time. I mean, it's just, yeah, but Jay, is, Jay has really found a sweet spot in Grotto, and he, he loves it. And Bacon Poppy, uh, he was there too, and he yep. did bring some, some of those uh, Chester County Grotto guys actually did make it across. Two county lines. Yeah. Most of them made it home, too. Yeah. Or uh, one county line. I guess it was only in Centerville, wasn't it? That's John, right. right. Uh, Josh, sort of not really current master, but not really past master yet. Yeah. I had my last stated meeting, regular stated meeting, I guess, for Lamberton Lodge, potentially. And uh, yeah, it was the last stated meeting. How does it make you feel to be the master that? Killed Lamberton Lodge. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> <coughs> was that at the top of your list when you went in? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Stick a fork in it. There you go. I've, I killed the Pennsylvania or the uh, the Colonial Grotto Association. Yes, you did. It's a good. Oh. It's euthanasia when there's a <laughs> when it needs to be done. It needs oh to be done. <laughs> and and like a phoenix, this new lodge is going to grow back stronger. Yes. Yeah. And menacing. Yep. Yeah. Timmy, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, he doesn't have his PC in front of him, so he is yeah, completely totally at a loss. loss. I don't remember whether uh, I took COVID, a dump it's this COVID morning. Fog. I'm, I'm claiming COVID fog. <laughs> uh, seriously, uh, since we last uh, aired an episode, uh, we obviously had the Scottish Rite reunions, uh, which were well attended. Uh, we did a good job. We actually... Um, I'm heading up the video crew at the Valley of Harrisburg, uh, the Grand Valley of Harrisburg. Or I, actually, we're called the Big Valley. We were told we shouldn't call ourselves the Grand Valley. It's blah, 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 blah. Else. Anyway, um, we did that, had a great turnout. Um, the plays were great. 
Um. <laughs> uh, been doing a lot of secretarial stuff. Uh, guys, if you haven't paid your Blue Lodge dues, pay them now. Um, online. Thank on, you, Brother yeah. Secretary. Pay them online. Speaking of plays, how many people throughout the United States are now calling our degree work plays? Hey, you started a trend, Larry. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> All except the degrees that are musicals. Exactly. Oh, I did one thing I forgot to mention. Nice. It's not really Masonic. Cecil so B. DeMille did that. We nice. did have our, our Santa stumble last week. Oh, yeah. And I got interviewed by Fox 43 TV station. Okay. And prior to the interview... Um, they did not send one of their intelligent young reporters. See, I'm being. There behaving. you go. Nice. Um, they just sent a producer, and okay. I was chatting with the producer, the, the cameraman, uh, about Masons and things. And I'm just watching him. I'm like, oh my God. If you would see how we do the audiovisual at one of the Scottish Rate reunions, you would lose your mind. Like, it's scary. Mm hmm. Uh, hot mics and all. Yes. Yes, hot mics and all. <laughs> we okay. didn't have a hot mic moment uh, that we're not going to go further with. But uh, anyway, uh, one thing I did want to mention, we, we too, as most uh, lodges, uh, did a changing of the guard at Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302. And I want to do a shout out to Ken Robinson, who served um, two consecutive years as master. <clears throat> and we're not calling that a repeat. We're calling that a continuation. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> yeah, it's not a comeback. <laughs> uh, but Ken did a marvelous job uh, during COVID of leading our lodge. Um, it was a strong lodge before, but it continues to be a strong lodge, and we're doing a lot of neat things. In fact, as soon as we're done with this episode, we're going to jump on one of our monthly toast calls that has become a regular occurrence now within the lodge. So uh, it's where guys get together outside of the lodge online and just – do a check-in and have some fun. So, I wanted to mention one other thing that I did, and Jack, no. Jack did too. Sorry. We went to uh, Lodge 43 for the installation oh, yeah. of Masonic Light Podcast contributor Jim Stevens. Yes, we yeah. did. Jim's a good dude. Yeah. I, I look forward to think what he's this year. I think he's going to have a really good hand on it. He, he He's a very intelligent guy. He's exactly what they need exactly right now. So. <laughs> Um, it's always great this time of year to have hope in what's coming the next year. and So we'll get to this when we get to the Festivus yeah, that's part. That's right, the Festivus then part we'll, of this. Then, I'll have then we'll crush your hopes and dreams. <laughs> ah. Ready the poll. The poll is in place. Prepare the poll. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Why choose George J. Grove and Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com.
back. Uh, as we, as Pete said at the beginning of the show, tonight is our Festivus episode. And uh, prior to our uh, gathering here tonight, we had our Festivus dinner. Uh, it was uh, well attended by all members of the With the, the traditional potted meat. Yes. And asparagus. And asparagus. Uh, <laughs> we voted and chose not to have green beans. But uh, anyway. it was unanimous. <laughs> so we are now moving on to the uh, next portion of uh, Festivus, which is the airing of grievances. I have a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> so the airing of Masonic grievances. Um, ah, what could go wrong? Woo, yeah. All right. Who, Everybody who, put your dues cards to the table. Who would, who would like to start? I'll start. Oh, special oh, guest Jake. Set oh. the bar high. <laughs> uh, get your finger on the dump button. Kevlar. Yeah. <laughs> Can we all stop pretending that prime rib is good? Oh, it's oh. wet gristle and it's not appetizing. Get a decent cut of steak. I'll pay more money. Get a decent cut of steak. Oh my gosh! You know, I I totally agree. I totally agree. Is this in response to a uh, a Lamberton Lodge event that you attended? Because I believe we. It's in fun. response to Lamberton events, to Ubar events. Yo, Ubar, to... yeah. <laughs> yeah, we even said earlier, Ron Carson does an amazing job oh my because God. he cares. Oh my God! Right. But like a restaurant does not care. They just put the minimum effort into let's let's give these fat bastards a big fat hunk of meat. <laughs> so you could almost superimpose the video of the people slicing the big piece of whale meat off the whale carcass, <laughs> and, and then you just oh ah really oh yeah okay. Oh, goodness. All right, who's next? Who's next? That didn't last very long. Yeah. I'll, I'll go next. All right, Pete. This is the Ted Lasso of I, I'm gonna. I, I am going to beep my first word out. Blanking York Wright. Okay, oh. say more. Well, um, especially in Pennsylvania, because we okay. feel like our, our York, our, we can't be part of the rest of the York Wright because we do it right. Mm-hmm. Um, how come we can't have... Any kind of organization where you know when you're going to get your degrees. If you're going to join chapter, you know, maybe it could be sequential so that your chapter degrees fall just prior to your council degrees and just prior to your commandery degrees. Um, I think that would require coordination and cooperation. Yes, and that's very – it's irritating. And I just wonder why there can't be um, someone paying attention. Um, there's men that are waiting for years to get their orders and to get there, and they're willing to travel if they knew where to go. So, just well, why, why, I mean, why, let's talk about it, why, why do we think that is? Why do but we in, in today's world, really, I mean, you can look up where to go. I mean, you can you can see on Facebook or whatever, you know, who's having who's having. So, somewhere somewhere in some galaxy far, far away, Scottish Rite figured out how to have four different bodies meet on the same night, knock the business out of the lodge of the lodges out in twenty minutes. Right. And then have a program or have whatever you're gonna do. We can't get these three York Rite bodies that pretty much ninety five percent of people are a member of all three of them. Don't you think that's uh kind of um it's a symptom with a lot of our appendant bodies where they get isolated and they think they get they get inward thinking rather than outward thinking and um, 
you know what other bodies are doing is irrelevant to us. This is this piece here is ours, and this is us. And well, and I think it, it gets it, to something that Larry's going to bring up here. It's like that bit. designated hitter rule. Let's there you let go. Them do nah, that. It, yeah. it comes to you know certain Masons define themselves in certain roles. Right. And some people define themselves in shrine, and some some in Scottish right, New York right, and so on. Some in building committees. Some in building committees. Right. Shh. No, we're not. Anyway, <laughs> um, so. It, it, it's natural to see that you yeah. just um, I don't know so you know if you if you meet a man and he's climbed the ladder in all the York right bodies <clears throat> he has really paid his dues because he's gotten his degrees in four different continents <laughs> over the course of 30 oh, years okay is that wrong no I mean maybe that's the thing maybe if there's some secret like maybe you really have to follow this path less travel maybe some of the some of the work is in is in learning you know finding finding that out i i've i can totally see that as being part of the journey right all righty all right so i have one good to me so uh and it and it's somewhat related i think um my problem is why can't i go to some website and log in and click boxes that says i'm a member of this lodge I'm a member of the Scottish Rite. I'm a member of Shrine. I'm a member of all of these other groups. Click, click, click. Each time I click, it adds an amount to my total. <clears throat> and at the end, I just give them a thousand bucks. Thousand? You get a discount? For <laughs> exactly. That, so, uh, or whatever the total is. Uh, in other words, get one free. Yeah, yeah. Buy, yeah, buy one, get one free. Um, it would be great if we could ever get to a point where that at least in some of the larger bodies, um, especially those that could afford the technology, to get to a point where literally uh, you could go in, pay your Blue Lodge dues, pay your Scottish Rite and Shrine dues. And once a month they do, do an electric deposit. And they do a to deposit all to all those groups once a month on whatever they've collected for the month. Um, and aside for that is, and, and one of the reasons we can't do that is somewhere there's a guy in a Bentley getting two cents per transaction. <laughs> I think you could do that with a Square account. You could do it with uh, any number <laughs> you can do of it accounts. Tens, uh, yeah, you hey, do Jake, it let's form an LLC and process payments for all. All, the all right, you, yeah, but the yeah. two of you write write the code and yeah. have the app. What code? And, We're not using. Yeah. No, Just, it's an app. Nineteen ninety nine is squarespace dot com. You right. pay your, all of your dues for little all CMS, of your bodies. little HT. We're going to put Done. up a Done. Just a so, React page. So I, I actually <laughs> answer my own question because I'm going to share a, an experience that I had today generally, and a few people will know more specifics. But today I went on. I, I attempted to go online uh, to pay dues for um, one of the appended bodies, and could not find any Central Pennsylvania Shrine. I'm not going to <laughs> name names. I'm not going to go any further. Do they have a fan? And to say, I attempted to go online and pay dues. Could not find anywhere to pay dues online, so I called um, the offices of aforementioned body, um, and the person said, well, I can take your credit card over the phone, which was good. That was nice. And the person answering the phone was very friendly, and I said, okay, um, just curious. Is anybody there looking at uh, having online dues? Well, you know, I, I think they've talked about that before, but person X who handles this is against it, so I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, and they really got kind of got under my skin that we give that much power to an individual uh, within a body that 
clearly, as Freemasons, we are trying to appeal to those uh, of a different generation than so, all of us are. So you prefer more of a totalitarian where the Grand Secretary tells you how you have to do it? No. I, I would threaten to dock his pay yeah. and see what effect that has. Yeah, right. But anyway, uh, nonetheless, we've got to bring the fraternity. We're doing a good job in some places, uh, not so much in some other places. Right. We're not trying to go to 2019 and Venmo and I just PayPal. want to come to yeah. 1984. But you <laughs> you, you got to understand, these, these guys have a system. They've been doing it for for 30 years. Yep. They know... They know how much time they're going to spend in the mailbox and processing the nonsense. And but the amazing you know, thing is, if they did this, he doesn't spend any time in it because he, it happens automatically. Then right, but he doesn't know the unknown. Right, right. So he's unwilling to step into that unknown zone because it, right. it could be more work. I'm, I might not get I'm, it. I'm going to give Jack mistake. the benefit of the doubt if the individual in question has never paid a single bill online. Right. And there are treasurer, secretaries Point. and treasurers who have never paid a, a single bill online. As I like to remind these like 50, 60-year members, under your watch, our fraternity has dropped by 50%. No, <laughs> Keep up the good work. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Thank Car- goodness this is our festivus Correlation episode. is not, uh, yeah, whatever. Causation. Causation. To be fair. I'm one of those older guys, but I do believe in everything you're saying. I pay dues online. I want to see everybody pay their dues to everybody online. Sorry. Larry, you have so many electric devices in your body, you're wired in the Matrix. (laughs) He is the Matrix. (laughs) He is the Matrix. Larry's whole body was affected by the Log4J vulnerability. (laughs) So, Larry, what is your grievance? Oh, my grievance. Let me clear my throat. Oh, there's a. So you can hear me. That's my grievance. (laughs) (laughs) Planning events. A couple years ago, we tried to plan a dinner. Oh, my God. Getting the committee to come up with a date was one obstacle. We came up with a date. We started to put the word out there about what we were planning on doing. All of a sudden, we got a call saying, Oh, that's that's a big Scottish Rite dinner for the Harrisburg Scottish Rite Club. Can't Mafia. do that. Oh, we have uh, a big Masonic weekend at John Wright in Columbia. Oh, we have uh, next thing you know, there are fifteen freaking bodies having the same dang night that we were planning on it. You couldn't do it. And I'm coming to find out that every time we go to plan on something, somebody. Three or four other bodies have the same thing going on. I mean, it's impossible. The you know problem, the, that's my the an, You know what the answer to that is? Yeah, a master calendar somewhere. Okay. Now, we have an IT professional here. We need here. an app. Can, 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 <laughs> where are we in technology? Do we, is there a possibility to have something online that I, we can all see what somebody else in is doing? In our lifetime. I believe that in our lifetime, the secretary will be able to fax everybody again. <laughs> Yes. Well said, young man. Excellent. Well and, and Larry, Larry, to make it even worse, yes, there's four, not just four activities going on that night. There's four bad, poorly attended events going on that. And they're all yeah. serving prime rib. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of them, at least trying to have one good event together. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. 
with, the, tila- with tilapia. The re- now, the reason all of those bodies exist is because somebody was like a past whatever and wanted something to do, so he started his own thing. And here's this other degree or other d- body or other right. So it's all, it all derives out of that. So well, gotta, I mean, we were you know, so. Can you trace it backwards? Yeah, I mean, at some point we were so arrogant because we had so many Freemasons that we all had buildings, yeah. and we're like, oh, you know what? These guys, these guys are starting to annoy me a little bit. Let's go with just our group of friends and start this other thing. Yeah, exactly. And now it's time to uh, walk some of these things behind a barn. Yeah. Well, and uh, we. Let's finish our grievances. Let's <laughs> leads us some, into. We've got some other grievances, actually. Uh, Josh, I have no grievances. I don't sir. believe that. <laughs> You've got to have some grievances. Or you just one. spent a year as master. Right. You absolutely have grievances. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half years. <laughs> that concluded Ooh, with a merger. I should you know a, that because so you're you, my master. You've got to you have need a band aid for that <laughs> dig. Get up the mic. I don't. I I haven't really thought of any. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared. Oh. <laughs> Neither were we. But that Josh is the only one that's going to have a dues card at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What other? All right. So now, uh, any other grievances uh, that are out there? Jack. Not, not Jack, a, you had a good one. <clears throat> what? Not dying. Well, that was that was for you. Don't do it, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we made it through another year without Larry croaking. That was, good. Uh, was th- this one's this one's not really a grievance. That's the way, man. That's a miracle. It, well, that's, it a mis- that's, that's a that's 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 a it's a Festivus miracle. miracle. Let's it is a Festivus that's miracle. That's our next part of our episode. Huzzah! Let's just Larry wait. Wait, not let's wait till this. Recording. He's still alive when it airs. Right. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, don't, How poignant, don't if jinx not. me the, um, driving home tonight. Don't jinx so, me. no, this is a crazy idea I had in, in the shower today. This, like, oh, we, hello. We, we have these buildings sitting empty all day long. Oh, Lord. Now, there was a trendy thing right before COVID in Lancaster where all these uh, millennials were starting to do this thing called co-working. And they were renting space on a big table to sit and not work next to the person not working next to them. But only if there was a ping pong table. Um, you know, what if we had some of this lodge space as co-working space, especially for Masons? Or give Masons a discount? Yeah. You know? Okay, I'm sorry, you know, occasionally, Grandpa, somebody might leave a ring on the table. Or, uh, I'm or, sorry, brother, but that would be a complete change of use of the building, and we'll have to have the whole thing rezoned and a whole new set of insurance know how much, Do you know how much more water? And with the whole association approved of that? parking lot during the day. You can't do it during the day. Just the extra toilet paper we'll go through. Oh, forget it. We will need signs. Clearly, we will need signs all over the building. Nicholas Sheet. No breathing in the elevator. Don't use the elevator. <laughs> the stairs are locked. Do not use the elevator. If we get more than two people on that dial-up, <laughs> it's just going to crash. That's right. <laughs> so, Pete, you actually had another idea. Um, for those of you who are listeners, um, if you have Masonic grievances that you'd like to share, go to our Facebook page. And uh, we'd love to uh, just... All, it's all going to be about those... Jackasses on Masonic Lake Podcast. <laughs> exactly. Who the hell are they? Put put it on our Who page do you only. Think they are. Put it on our page only. Don't be sharing them on other bodies' 
pages. We're the one I can't asking. wait to read the impassioned defense of Prime Rib. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I posted something today on Facebook about um, but faux wood paneling and linoleum floors. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's all this turmoil hey, about it now. It's, now. Oh, oh God. It's everybody's agita about yeah. No, these things are traditional. And like, Dude, it's faux wood paneling. Get rid of it. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We might hear from a couple of our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll talk about Festivus Miracles. Huzzah. Festivus Miracles. As far back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, Light up any of our premium cigars and enjoy the history. Hireman Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiremanSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. And we're back. Uh, we would like to begin uh, this uh, section of our program by thanking uh, those of you that help, help us and have helped us over the years uh, continue to do uh, such quality programming and getting it out to the masses. Uh, we would like to thank our patrons. On These guys are like about like to die in huddled masses. Journey to be free. Waiting in the rain <laughs> under the lamplight. Our patrons on Patreon. Uh, who contribute and keep us going. Uh, More light, sir! Yes, patreon.com slash masoniclightpodcast. Correct, Mundo. Uh, Very nice. Please uh, continue to support that. And for as little as... One dollar. One thousand dollars. One dollar. You can be a contributing uh, Patreon. Patron. Contributing contributor. Contributing contributor. So uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, what about is that our other alliteration? Is that what that is? Something like that. Who? Uh, what about our other sponsors? Pete. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, George J. Grovenson. Um, apparently, I've spent like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars with George J. Grovenson. So <laughs> I'm helping him sponsor this show. Oh, okay, cool. But he does let me swim in his house once a year, so I guess that makes up for <laughs> it somehow. And you get to play golf with him. I do, and but the thing is. George is a very successful businessman, mm-hmm. and he doesn't pick crappy, cheap places like Evergreen. He wants to go golfing somewhere where it's like, you know, $200 a round, and I have to go and... <laughs> and there's actual grass. <laughs> yeah, and I got to rent a kidney out. You know? <laughs> I can't sell it, but I'll rent it. Larry, Yo. who do you want to thank? Well, we're not ready for Larry. I'm not yet. ready for me yet. Are you counting your Jack. wallet? Wait, no. what? <laughs> What? Do you have a sponsor you'd like to thank? A certain chocolatier? Well, there is this woman I know who makes really good chocolates. She's hot. 
I'm not supposed to Larry, do that. Larry, you're, you're banned. I'm, I'm just saying. He's um, in, Larry's in timeout. No, Stephanie, she's uh, she's been absolutely crazy with the orders the last four weeks. Um, she's working 16 hours a day. She is the whole company. Um, and she just makes really good chocolates. And she does gift baskets, <clears throat> special events packages. We do corporate baskets. Uh, just if 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 you if you'd like to do something nice for somebody, Intermezzo by Stephanie. So for all of you that are heads of Masonic groups out there, <clears throat> if you have a need for that kind of thing, she is particularly sympathetic to Masons. She is yes, particularly sympathetic to Masons. <laughs> We've got all kinds of like tall cedar stuff, yeah. and we're working. We're going to make some uh, Templar uh, molds that we can use. Like and, a, a black hat with white. Grenache. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. On the ostrich feathers? I like it. I like it. All right, Jake, you have one of our uh, contributing uh, contributors to thank? Uh, Jim Stephens. Yes. Oh, I know who's that. He is the we, new incoming master of uh, Lodge 43 in Lancaster. Oh, here's a good time for me to. Jim asked me to design his pin. Okay. For his year, oh, and I nice. did, and I did, and I think you guys probably didn't get one because he doesn't like you. <laughs> well, I certainly didn't get one. I didn't either. I didn't get one. E- no, and I didn't get one either. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh oh. Soon as I get home from uh, get home from this episode, I am going to list the original digital artwork. And so mint, everybody mint in the lodge can make their own. I am going to mint it into an NFT, and I'm going to put it for sale, and all proceeds that come from that are going to come to me. There you go. And I will support... Whatever you want. I will support senior citizens by buying lottery tickets. And Dobermans. <laughs> and, and Doberman snacks. You're donating directly to Doberman Rescue when you fund Pete's efforts. That's, That's right. right. That is true. We have a little foster at home right now who needs uh Now someone should just rescue tickets. his wife from the Dobermans. We really should do it. We really should do a segment on that sometime with you. On Dobermans? On the work you do. Because it is it really It is really cool, man. It is awesome. It is. They're cool dogs. Yeah. Bring them all in the studio. Oh, that would be oh, awesome. No. They love Jack. <laughs> Ruby Ruby. <laughs> oh, Actually, the one that hated me is now no longer with us. Yeah. <sighs> Well, but it was fun to listen to. But I'm sure he could train the rest of them to hate me, too. He may have left notes behind. I don't know. They do those things. <laughs> the best thing about partying with Pete at his house is as you get further and further into your cups, you get less and less careful on these giant attack dogs that are just kind of <laughs> wandering the place. <laughs> Policing the, the, the joint. They are there. Larry. What? Mm. Larry would like to thank Michelle Stevens, longtime contributor. Michelle Stevens? Jim Snyder. Snyder. Jim's wife. Jim no, Snyder. No, that's Joyce. Joy, Joyce Snavely. No. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, who would you like to thank? Uh, well, and for a long-time we'll contributor. Yeah. Uh, easy for you to say. A uh, long-time, long-time contributor is Michelle Snyder, who is the voice of uh, myth and symbolism and so forth. Great gal. Terrific gal. And our own Dutchy Doug, or Doug Maddenford, mm-hmm. uh, who has been a phenomenal contributor to this show. The guy is is really great. Our listenership doubles when he does yeah, an episode. Yeah, it definitely does. When he does a segment. Well, and, that's good, because uh, this episode he's going to awesome. be on. Yeah. So <laughs> We're like the Tracy Ullman show, and he's the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, he's going to break out. <laughs> well, he that's has. More, he's got his own shtick yeah, now. Yeah, that's more true than that's I... That's Doug, Dougie's front porch. I mean, it's awesome. 
I was on that show the other day. Were you? For the Thanksgiving thing. Okay. Did he invite any of you guys on there? No. That's too bad. Damn it. <laughs> Not enough room on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did a special for Thanksgiving, and he had people from all over the country that he knows about what Thanksgiving meant to you and growing up and so forth. So it was on. It's really it was a good show. He just knows that you were there for the original. J- Jake and I, our favorite part of Thanksgiving is is just when everything gets loud and obnoxious, is taking a walk. Yes. When, taking when, a walk. When, when Uncle Pete and Uncle Jake go take a walk. <clears throat> yes. And then we come back and everything's better. Everything's much calmer. Everything's better. <laughs> so taking one other contributor that we need important. to thank, and we'll thank actually uh, during our next break, um, Ding is Dong uh, Brother Walter. Oh. Brother Walter Cronkite. Uh, for all of his uh, contributions Josh, did, in news. Did Walter reach out to you? He, he did. Okay, all right. Good. So we're going to have a Walter uh, sighting here <clears throat> soon. That's great. Um, visually over the airwaves. Visually over the airwaves. Yeah, virtually. All right. So uh, let's move on to the next part of our Festivus episode, which are the Festivus Miracles. We've already mentioned that Larry has survived another year. That's definitely a Festivus miracle. Um, <laughs> um, Ubar Grotto. Survived another year. Oh, did not lose a charter. Yeah, did not lose a charter. And actually, we got not no cease and desist trying. letters. Right. <laughs> so, and we had all those grand officers We had there. a grand master of Pennsylvania, and we had the grand monarch within a month visit us, and, and still, still we have still our... still hold our charter. Yes. It's amazing. We gave a good effort. We, I tell it. you what, if we survive it through this, we're going to make it. And that's that. <laughs> yes, that's that. All right. Um, what other miracles have we seen? Um, the well, By the time the show comes out, hopefully... Larry's merger committee will have finally officially merged. From what I've heard, everything has been approved. However, the last little bit of approval is the official thing at a meeting. At Grand Lodge. At Grand Lodge. And then... That will um, happen right after this episode. So being ends. a member of Grand Lodge, I should go and <laughs> cast my vote. Yes. It's a virtual meeting, I believe. <sighs> so you can... You can send a thumbs up. <laughs> a sad face to vote no <laughs> any other festivus miracles i think one of the one of the miracles that we should acknowledge and we've done this on several episodes are the thinking out of the box that a lot of folks have done during this covid time um you know I, I want to I want to do a personal thanks to our outgoing right worshipful Grand Master Thomas Gammon the Fourth. Um, I mean I cannot imagine uh, the pressure that he was under um, when he was faced you know a year ago in March with the decision to have to shut down everything. No matter what he decided, um, it was he was going to get criticized. Uh, but he took a calm approach. Uh, he led, and I think we're all better for it. Uh, and we saw a lot. We've seen lodges literally all over this state <clears throat> do things that they haven't done in many, many years, like reaching out to brethren outside of the lodge. Um, you know, we've heard stories of lodges that literally made phone calls to every member in their lodge 
we have uh, my own lodge did uh, we, we started uh, what we call uh, it's amazing that they're finally embracing 1940s technology exactly right yeah telephone <laughs> the phone call the phone amazing call. yeah um, you know my own lodge started this monthly toast uh, to absent brethren um, which is is really a fun social event that we get together monthly on a zoom call outside of lodge and um have a couple of toasts and you figure out how to organize your drinking under a masonic umbrella that's right but that's but that's what i'm talking about we've got to think about new ways of doing things and lodges all across the state have done that there have been a bunch that haven't there have been a bunch that you know said oh well the grandmasters called everything off we can't do anything but others said okay we can't get together face to face um i i can attest that i've participated in more masonic education over the last two years virtually than i ever did before covid when i had to go face to face i've been a part of masonic uh, trainings that have occurred from the grand lodge of england the grand lodge of scotland um, one of the lodges in canada um, a couple of the other lodges around the country that have done these kinds of things and i think it's just amazing uh the work that's going on um I truly think that's a that's a miracle. That's it's it's amazing that that's that's been out there. Anybody else? It's a miracle that this segment even worked. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this actually started with a text chat earlier today, and it kind of took off. Well, one of the things I don't I don't what when does this air? Monday. Josh? Monday. Monday. Well, I think then it would be timely to kind of remember where. We're having fun with Festivus, but to basically, I guess, sort of close out and mention the fact that we wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and to our Jewish brethren a, a very happy... We're late, but happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah, we missed it. Hanukkah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, really to... <laughs> Can you check his O2 right now? <laughs> <laughs> I think it fell about two weeks ago. I might have to check the phone book. <laughs> well, anyway, folks. So before when we end the show, we'll wish everybody you know what. That's right. Um, you know what? Uh, you know what? So before we take a break, I you don't you know what know I'm what. thinking right now. I got your you know what right here. All right. You know what I got for you? I got you. You know what? All right. Let's take a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to hear from Uncle Walter, uh, pay Uncle. some more bills, and we'll be back to uh, close out the show. Uncle Walter. You know we're talking about that thing. Gabagool. Hello, Brethren, Dutchy Duck is back with an update from my lodge, the Brogan Plot number 377. Well, the temps have dropped and it's dark at 4.30. It must be December. If you remember my bit from last December, our lodge takes part in our local community's Christmas festivities by playing the part of the Belschnigel, our culture's Christmas gift giver. This year we continued that tradition, no worries. But many of the brethren were a little put off that not all of them can participate in our annual Belschnickel visits, and it was decided that the lot should undertake some other Christmas-themed event. After much deliberation, it was decided that we would do a secret Santa. Now, I'm sure that all of you out there in Masonic Lightland know what a secret Santa is, but just in case, here's a quick explanation. People, pick a name, set a price, and get a gift, and then exchange them at a secret Santa party. Sounds pretty easy and non-controversial. 
at our November meeting, our worshipful master, Brother Amos Appleschnitz, passed his top hat around with all the names of the brethren in attendance. Each brother chose a name out of the hat and put it in their coat pocket. Brother Appleschnitz then announced, At our December meeting, we will exchange gifts. Each of you are to spend no more than $10. Choose something that you know your name will enjoy. Wrap that gift and bring it along next month. I thought to myself, 10 bucks sure won't get you much in this day and age, but the worshipful master said it, so that's the way it goes. Fast forward to our December meeting. We quickly went through the business of the lodge and installed all our new offices. Lodge was closed and the festivities began. Slowly, each brother in attendance pulled out from underneath their chair a nicely wrapped present. Worshipful Master Appleschnitz called on a random brother, Brother Jacob Geschenk. Brother Jake stood up and carried his presence across the room and gave it to Brother Albert Salva. Brother Albert thanked Brother Jacob and proceeded to open his gift. What to his wondering eyes did appear but a six-pack of Yingling Lager beer and two Pennsylvania Lottery scratch-off tickets. The brethren smiled and some even laughed. Brother Albert said that he will definitely enjoy the gift. What I noticed from behind the secretary's desk is that when Brother Albert opened his gift, many of the other brethren started shifting around in their seats and I wasn't sure quite why. Next, Brother Albert called on Brother Carl Fenstermacher. He rose and carried his gift over to Brother Barry Bierman. When he opened his gift, wouldn't you believe it, another six-pack of lager and two lottery tickets. Now even more of the brethren started to rutch around in their seats. As names continued to be called, the funniest thing happened. Every gift that was opened was the same darn thing. At the end of the night, every brother was sitting in their seat holding a six-pack of Pottsville's finest brew and two chances to be a millionaire. We all had a good laugh at just how crazy this all seemed. In the end, I guess each brother took the Worshipful Master's request seriously. Spend no more than ten bucks and choose something that your person will enjoy. Now who can argue with a six-pack of amber ale and the opportunity to not only benefit older Pennsylvanians, but to scratch their way to possible riches? We all had another good laugh and retired to the social hall, where we enjoyed some refreshments. The six-packs had to wait, though, since we are Pennsylvania Masons, and you know, we can't let that stuff touch our lips on Masonic Grand. I wish all of you a very blessed and joyous Christmas and holiday season. May you find peace and good health in the new year 2022. And now as we say in Pennsylvania Dutch, Hallige Christog und ein glückseliges Neujahr. Till next time, work hard, stay plumb, and not in the lights when you leave the room. To learn more about the Pennsylvania Dutch language, culture, and history, please visit my website, padutch101.com, or my YouTube channel. Just search Doug Maidenford. In Masonic news today, the Grand Lodge of North Arkansas has issued a proclamation stating that they will no longer recognize the extra-jurisdictional travel of Santa Claus. They further state that the Easter Bunny and St. Valentine are to be considered clandestine persons and will be refused admission to all Narcansian lodges. That's the Masonic News. So mode it was. 
And we're back. Uh, before we begin our closing, um, I want to just say a special word uh, and, a, and, a, and a shout out to all of our brethren in western Kentucky. Uh, many of you know that on Friday, December the 10th, uh, some horrendous tornadoes uh, went through that area, uh, destroying pretty much everything in its path. One report says that a tor- one of the tornadoes was on the ground for over 200 miles, which is just unimaginable churning um the masonic service association which uh puts out the short talk bulletins that many of us use in our training uh is uh they they regularly uh help organize fundraisers for things like this and they've set up a disaster relief appeal uh for lodges that you can contribute to if you're a pennsylvania uh, freemason your lodge secretary received a, a message from the grand secretary's office today uh but uh, whether you are a Pennsylvania Freemason or not, you can contribute by going to uh, msana.com slash current appeals. Uh, and you can find all of the um, information there about where to send uh, any kind of donation if your lodges want to contribute or whatever. Um, as has been reported, everything has been destroyed, and um, including lodge buildings and so on. So. Um, Many prayers for our Masonic brethren out there, and uh, so we want to do that. So anyway, uh, what do you got coming up in the next couple of weeks, Jack? Well, b- b- before we okay. break into Round the Horn. Okay. Well, um, we're still, yeah, while we're still in the sad side. <coughs> yeah, we're on the sad while, side. while we're okay. still bumming everybody oh, yeah, yeah. out. That's right. Um, we, had, we, we got noticed today, um, if, you, if you know the situation, you'll know when this is then. But we got noticed um, actually yesterday that our... Uh, district Deputy, uh, past District Deputy Grandmaster Robert S. Conway of yeah. the First Masonic District passed away. And uh, Bob was District Deputy previous to my coming in. So he was District Deputy when I was going through the chairs. But the year I got into the East, he had retired that year. So he was never, strictly speaking, my District Deputy, but um, for the years before I came into the East. And I just want to say, in, in Bob's memory, he brought, I don't know whether he brought us to or he helped us to maintain a higher standard. I mean, we, we in District 1, we have just always held, in, in, in my world, a higher standard because of Bob Conway. And, and for that, at least. I think Bob was a, an Alaska Mason? He was made a Mason in Alaska, yes. I'm not sure whether it was a military lodge or not. But um, but he came to came to Pennsylvania and he became yeah, district Bob, deputy. Yeah, Bob. Uh, Bob was I was uh, secretary for the school of instruction when he was district deputy, and he um, really an emotional man. Um, and you know, back when I was younger, in, in emotional in in, in that he was way. sincere about his yeah, emotions. Yeah, like yes. like he would he would always get up and he would thank like the ladies for for the men, yeah. letting the men come out. And I've heard so many people do that completely insincerely over the years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Bob actually meant it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he and I, I apologize I forgot his wife's name, but Bobby. Bob, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I even know and I know his son too. Mm-hmm. Um, nice family, and uh, yeah, my prayers go out to them. All right. Well, let me give you two guys a moment to readjust. Larry, what have you got coming up in the next couple of weeks? Uh, more meetings um, 
tomorrow night we have one. And Pete's involved in this, too, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So we have one tomorrow night. That's pretty much it. Breakfast on Thursday. All right. Jake, you got anything Masonically coming up in the next few weeks? <coughs> um, no. Oh, uh, lucky. Going to some stated meetings and stuff with the holidays and everything, I, you know, not a lot going on. Great. Jack, you ready? Well, I continue to do my Monday nights with the new candidates as they're going through the degree work. We help them with uh, degree work study and also talking about peeling back the layers a little bit into the, you know, what's the meaning beneath the meaning beneath the meaning of all this nonsense that we do. And um, it's been really productive in a Masonic way. Um, The guys that are coming in now, there's fewer guys coming into the lodge, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that, but the guys that are coming in are really good Masons. So I, I really like the way the fraternity's going. And that was my that was my uh, Festivus um, gripe, was um, we're not dying, we're correcting. And if anybody doesn't understand that, then you're really not paying attention. Right. So um, I'm looking forward to whatever Freemasonry is going to become. Um, so that's my thing um so i i teach you guys monday nights anybody wants to come in it's effort a lot 665 look it up you can figure out how to do that and um that's it happy christmas uh 2021 to everybody because uh, you probably won't hear this until after that Great. Jake, you had one other thing you wanted to mention? Yeah, I just wanted to shout out to a lodge I got to visit earlier this year. I was down on a fishing trip to uh, southwest Florida uh, with a buddy of mine. He uh, He's also a brother. Uh, and he got to take me to Cypress Lodge 295 down in Naples. A bunch of welcoming guys. They're uh, really good. And uh, if you want some good food, some good fellowship, go out and visit them if you're in town. Did they serve you prime rib? They did not. <laughs> did you get to go in shorts and flip-flops? No, jeans and a polo. Oh, okay. Or khakis and Tilapia, the prime rib of the South. <laughs> That's good. Pete? Um, well, Larry forgot to mention, but um, he's going to be in, getting installed uh, as a Grand Tall Cedar <clears throat> of Lancaster Forest number 27 on the 28th of December. And then uh, in a couple days from now, this coming Saturday, we are having a tall cedar uh, Christ- Christmas breakfast Yeah, um, night at the Night and Day Diner. And I am not going to let it repeat like they did last year, where all these very nice, polite people tried to wait until everybody showed up to order their breakfast. 30 people order breakfast at the same time. <coughs> Three hours get, later, you're getting Yeah, food. no. It, sit down, order your breakfast and eat and we can socialize while you're eating on your 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 sausage so um that's it for me josh josh um i vote that uh what's that that big like uh shady maple shady maple yeah i vote that shady maple be renamed breakfast mountain um (laughs) (laughs) the only thing seconded uh, the only thing (laughs) all in favor uh, <laughs> the only thing I got coming up is probably watching uh, Grand Lodge's uh, meeting on the 27th. Are you, you going to be voting for or against this merger? Uh, probably against. Um, <laughs> just, for, just to see what happens. No. Um, yeah, from what, I, from what I understand, everything's probably going to be good. So you're thinking there's not a chance for a Scooby-Doo ending? 
<laughs> You've seen the elf on the shelf. The, the yes. turning moment in this merger was when everybody who was attending the Mason a meeting, in the basin. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is every, funny. The, this, is, this is funny. Listen to Jake. The, the critical moment for me in this merger was when uh, I'm a member of the lodge that's, that's merging like Pete and Larry, and we're all there making our impassioned reasons for why we want to merge. We're all giving our you know Mark Anthony on the steps with Caesar speech, and and this one uh, this one older gentleman stands up and says. Is anybody here actually against this thing? <laughs> and nobody said anything. And he goes, so what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just get out of here. Just wrap the gavel and go home. <laughs> nice. So, um, yeah, I've got a uh, special meeting being held. Um, it's not often we get to have special meetings. You're so special. It's a but, very... uh, our worshipful master wanted to have one more meeting. And so, so uh, we're holding a special meeting to install a, a junior warden who couldn't be installed at our regular meeting because he had COVID. And so uh, nice. it'll be the shortest meeting in the history of the lodge. Um, those of you that have been to one and know how long that junior warden's obligation goes, we're in and out and done. Um, and then Josh mentioned the Grand Lodge uh, meeting. I'm actually going to be in Pittsburgh uh, for the installation of Jeff Wonderling as our new Right Worshipful Grand Master and looking forward to that. Uh, I understand that there is going to be a meeting of the Cigar Lodge out there. I'm really looking forward to that as well. At the Leaf and the Bean? The uh, Leaf and the Bean, yeah. And I understand we have uh, <clears throat> top people working on getting the newly past Great Worshipful Grandmaster to hopefully, possibly, maybe being on the show. We're the hoping year. to have... We're uh, going to beg. We're going to beg. Okay. We're, we're hopefully uh, have him on sometime. Who do we have working Charge on Charge him extra. In 2022. Men. 2022. We, we know people. So, anyway. you know, people who have friends that are related to people. That... All right, Josh, turn those chickens loose. It is time to close this episode. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Larry, take us out of here. Yeah, thanks to uh, Josh Lamberton, producer and director of the show, and to Effort Lodge 665 for making this beautiful studio available. Thanks to Jack Harley, our news director, Tim Dedman, our marketing director. And our Masonic-like contributors, Michelle Snyder and Doug Maddenford, and sometimes Jim Stevens. And I really have nothing else to say tonight except Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, folks. We'll see you again on the other side in 2022. Enjoy your Ramadan and a blessed Kwanzaa. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Meow. Woof. <laughs> <laughs>